Welcome, everybody. Share number 891. Getting back to our Malacha of Makeb Patish. So, um, we're going through some various different examples. There's many, many different examples. In, gem, in, in in reference to Makabapatish, various ins and outs, some are, are okay, some are not okay. I just want to talk a minute about a loose leaf. What about a loose leaf? Uh, somebody wants to use a loose leaf. Somebody asked me over Yomt if it was very interesting. Uh, could you use a loose leaf? Open and close it. Maybe when I close it, I'm completing the loose leaf somehow. Um, and now, of course, we're talking about a loose leaf where you have non-muksa items in it. There's no, like, uh, you know, holding documents and statements. That's all that stuff is muksa. Obviously, we have to talk about all that. But uh, it's, it's, it's a loose leaf. It could be that I have Torah papers in there and I have Torah writings, Torah, uh, you know, items that I want to look through. Sometimes you have divrei Torah. So could I open? And close a loose leaf. So Lamaisa brings on the Sefer Shmir Shabbos Kehilchasa um, in Perakhav Ches. Lamaisa, one may open and close the metal rings of a loose leaf, uh, of a loose leaf file holding documents that are not muksa, like we mentioned. Um, the reason is obviously a, a loose leaf is made to open and close. A loose leaf is not whereby when you close the rings of the loose leaf, you're not completing the loose leaf. Um, and when you open the rings of the loose leaf, you're destroying the loose leaf. That's not the case. It's made to open and close, as, as, as we've mentioned many, many times. The concept throughout all these in Yonim Boina, Makabapatish, Tekemana, all these in Yonim, which we've been talking about, when it's made to use on a constant basis in that way, that, that action is allowed to be done. So, thereby opening and closing the rings are okay in this particular situation. Now, he does bring down that the Shmir Shabsky has an important uh, thing to keep in mind that uh, sorting, sorting the dot. Let's say I have various different um, items and papers, and I might have pictures in there with nothing muksa. It's just a question of some are Torah, some are pictures, some are this, some are that, various different type of papers in there. So, sorting documents, when we say documents, we're talking about documents that are allowed to be moved, uh, obviously, um, in a particular, or papers, or Torah um, um, notes, or whatever it might be, sorting the, these items in a particular order, would Taka be running into a problem unless one is about to pursue them in that order? In other words, they're, they're going to be learning from them or whatever it is. But let's say I want to pull out my loose leaf. Good, I could open and close it. I understand that. But I'll start, you know, uh, moving papers around and uh, sorting everything out. This goes here, this goes there. That's running into a problem of Borer, obviously, um, taking good from bad, even if you're taking good from bad and you're not going to be using it right away. So that should not be done. If, you pull it, if you're doing it in a way whereby you're going to use it right away, I'm pulling out, let's say, these Torah documents so I'm pulling out this and that, then I want to read it right away, I want to learn it, whatever the case is. So that's all fine and dandy in conjunction with the halachas of Borah. Just a side note, we're keeping, we want to keep that in mind. We're not going to get into all the halachas of Borah right now. Okay, moving right along. He brings further, in conjunction actually with, with that, does the Shmir Shabbos Kehilchah said that, that um, one is allowed to leaf through the, the, um, the, the papers. Though. They're allowed to search for something. You're allowed to do searching. You just can't sort it out. But to go and search for something, in other words, to go through, go through the papers and see is this it, is that it, whatever the case is, um, you know, reading it or whatever the case is, so that would be okay. Now, I want to just explain, there's a, there's a whole set of um, halachas whereby Chazal made a gezerah, uh, one might come to make instruments, which fall basically on the Makbeh Patesh, Tekemana. We're not going to get into that right now. Um, hopefully, before we finish Makbeh Patesh and Tekemana, we'll try and get to that. 
Uh, that's uh, the halachas of in reference to uh, clapping, snapping, banging on a table, and and various different type of things when one could do it, when one can't do it. In the reference to dancing, whistling. Okay, we're going to talk about that, um, but just keeping it in mind. Some of us might be thinking about those in Yanim Deitaka do fall under Makabapatish and Tekamana, but we want to talk about it a little bit separately. It shouldn't, you know, get mixed up in the standard items of Makabapatish and Tekamana. So he brings down does the Sefer um, Shabbos home. Interesting case, bending a key into shape. Sometimes you have a key. I know by myself, a certain Shabbos key is bent out of shape. And let, let's say on Shabbos, they want a person wants to just bend it back into shape. So he brings down Taka from the Shalts uh, Shuvas Nishma Shabbos that that would Taka be a problem. If a key is out of shape, he brings down, one is forbidden is Taka also to bend it back into shape, even if the key can be, can be used in its present state. <laughs> Taka such a key that you could use in the present state, but um, it's bent out of shape, so bending it back would be running into a problem. He does bring that down with shame, the Nishma Shabbos. I mean, obviously it goes without saying if it's bent, bent to the point where you can use it, so now you're totally fixing it, but even and if it's usable, um, one has to be careful not to bend back into shape on Shabbos. Another interesting case he brings down uh, with all these uh, safish home. It's also talking to straighten out a bent hook. Somebody has a bent hook. Um, even if it's usable in its present state, also one has to be careful not to bend it back into shape. And these are all items that are, um, it's not, the point is over here that these are not items that are made to use like that. For example, when we spoke about the aluminum pan, it gets crushed, you push it back, it gets crushed. These are throwaway type of items. But these, when you have a bent hook, let's say on a belt or something like that, or you have a key, these, when you bend it back, even though it's usable the way it is, so now your mom is making a real, um, you're doing a real fixing on the item, a real tikkimana whereby it's going to stay like that, even if it's usable in the present state. So, But the one has to keep in mind all these various dif- different type of items. If it's not the, the bending, when it's bent out of shape, it's not made to bend back and forth or whatever, like the key, like the hook or so on, bending it back into shape, even though it's usable, one has to be careful not to do that on Shabbos. Brings down also from the Sefer Binyan Shabbos. Also, we've spoken about this in the past, but uh, well, in, in, the same, in the same note, in the same category, actually, bending a safety pin. One has a safety pin, betting a safety pin that is unusable um, in its presence. Let's say somebody has a safety pin and they have to use that safety pin, but it's bent out of shape. I can't use it, so I'll just bend it back and now I'll use it. So bending a safety pin that is unusable in its present state is also Itaka brings Minatoira. He brings that down, uh, Minatoira brings that from the Sefer Binyan Shabbos. And, but he does bring, if it's usable, like the cases we spoke about, if it's taka usable in its present state, so bending it back into shape is also usher, but that would be medirabonon, because of the fact that it's usable. But if it's totally not usable, you're dealing, mamish, with a shaila of a diorisa by bending it back into, and making it now usable. Okay, so now there's another interesting bunch of shilas which come up in reference to Tikimana and Makabapatish, and we'll try and get into it in the upcoming shiurim. Um, but how about inflating items? Let's say items like toys or whatever, a ball, somebody has a ball, a football, a basketball, somebody has a balloon. Uh, even a mattress sometimes, but you want to inflate it. Well, a mattress would be hard. You need a machine. But we're talking about just to, to blow into it somehow or even to use a mechanical type of a pump. I want to pump up a ball. I have a basketball that I want to use or I have a balloon that I want to use that you could just blow up with your mouth. Is that a problem? Now, we're not, we're talking, it, it goes without saying that tying one, if, if there is a balloon, let's say blown up or if, or if it was blown up or whatever, goes without saying tying the knot at the end is also um, alts kosher. That's a different issue. You're not allowed to tie a knot 
knot, a single knot at the end of a string. So tying a knot at the end of a blown-up balloon, that cannot be done. Um, that falls under the category of kaisher. But let's say just simply inflating the balls any type of ball, basketball, football, um, that is also running into a problem, which we'll try and, to get, we'll try and get into um, next year or, or the upcoming year. And also we want to talk a little bit about, we'll try and get in a little bit into making um, items out of paper, let's say the toy airplanes, or where do, where do you draw a line? Are you allowed to fold a piece of paper? Or are you allowed to make a, a, a toy airplane, these type of things? But and, and, and like we said, where do you draw a line? If you want to just fold over a piece of paper, is that a problem also? Okay, we're going to see, we'll try and get into some more of these, this area, a little bit into this area of Makam Apatish Tekemana in the upcoming Shiyom. Thank you for listening. Aslochem Rachel Kultiv.